Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 46 God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth should change, though the mountains shake in the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble with its tumult. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of the city, it shall not be moved. God will help it when the morning dawns. The nations are in an uproar. The kingdoms totter. She utters her voice and the earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come, behold the wonders of the Lord. See what desolation she has brought on the earth. She makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. She breaks the bow and shatters the spear. She burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I am exalted among the nations. I am exalted among the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Genesis chapter 45 verse 25 through chapter 46 verse 7. So they went up out of Egypt and came to their father Jacob in the land of Canaan. And they told him, Joseph is still alive. He is even ruler over the, all the land of Egypt. He was stunned. He could not believe them. But when they told him all the words of Joseph that he had said to them, and when he saw the wagons that Joseph had sent to carry him, the spirit of their father Jacob revived. Israel said, Enough. My son Joseph is still alive. I must go to see him before I die. When Israel set out on his journey with all that he had and came to Beersheba, he offered sacrifices to the God of his father Isaac. God spoke to Israel in visions of the night and said, Jacob, Jacob. And he said, Here I am. Then he said, I am God, the God of your father. Do not be afraid to go down to Egypt, for I will make of you a great nation there. I myself will go down, to you with, go down with you to Egypt, and I will also bring you up again. And Joseph's own hand shall close your eyes. Then Jacob set out from Beersheba, and the sons of Israel carried their father Jacob, their little ones and their wives, and the wagons that Pharaoh had sent to carry him. They also took their livestock and the goods that they had acquired in the land of Canaan, and they came into Egypt. Jacob and all his offspring with him, his sons and his sons with him, sons' sons with him, his daughters and his sons' daughters, all his offspring he brought with him into Egypt. Acts chapter 5, verses 33 to 42. When they heard this, they were enraged and wanted to kill him. But a Pharisee in the council named Gamaliel, a teacher of the law, respected by all the people, stood up and ordered the men to be put outside for a short time. Then he said to them, Fellow Israelites, consider carefully what you propose to do to these men. For some time ago, Theudius rose up, claiming to be somebody. And a number of men, about 400, joined him, but he was killed. 
and all who followed him were dispersed and disappeared. After him, Judas the Galilean rose up at the time of the census, and people got to follow him. He also perished, and all who followed him were scattered. So in the present case, I tell you, keep away from these men and let them alone, because if this plan or this undertaking is of human origin, it will fail. But if it is of God, you will not be able to overthrow them. In that case, you may even be found fighting against God. They were convinced by him, and when they had called in the apostles, they had them flogged. Then they ordered them not to speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. As they left the council, they rejoiced that they were considered worthy to suffer dishonor for the sake of the name. And every day in the temple and at home, they did not cease to teach and proclaim about Jesus as the Messiah. Good morning and welcome to the third Tuesday after Epiphany. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Iamsville, Maryland. And our psalm or our readings this morning come from Psalm 46, Genesis 45 and 46, and then finally Acts 5. Uh, and the the New Testament readings st- stood out only because because I'm doing all this researching and writing for uh, God is a grunt. Um, but these imposters who rise up, or well, maybe they're not imposters. I don't know if they, they all claim to be God, but. Um, so in Acts 5, um, Peter um, and some of the other apostles had been um, arrested by the Sadducees, uh, the Sanhedrin. And uh, the, uh, the, they bring them up on charges of heresy or something, I can't remember. And there's one uh, Pharisee uh, on the council. So the Sanhedrin is the basically the kind of local religious authority made up of both Sadducees and Pharisees. Essenes uh, were isolationists, so you don't see very much of them. Um, and then Zealots were another like pseudo-political um, uh, party. Josephus calls them a political party, but uh, they're, they're just kind of a group. Um, you might think of them as libertarians or I don't know if this Patriot Party is going to come to be, but um, Josephus said that the the Zealots had an inviolable uh, connection with liberty. Um, and they just wanted Rome gone. Um, they wanted to self-govern. And um, the Zealots were founded by one of the people that this Pharisee mentioned. So Gamaliel is a Pharisee. He also taught Paul. He's really well regarded throughout history, like his name is uh, well known outside the Bible. And he taught Paul, and he probably knew that Paul, um, well, he wasn't a zealot, but um, he probably was aware that he would go around and round up Christians. And Paul and um, Gamaliel clearly don't see eye to eye because of Paul's uh, interest in persecuting Christians, and Gamaliel here warns against it because Gamaliel's seen all these types come and go. Um, the first one is Theudius or Thaudius, I don't know, whatever it is. Um, and it's a Greek name, which is odd. Um, he gathers up 400 men, but he's killed, and then they were dispersed. And then Judas the Galilean um, he actually opposed the census of Quirinius, which sends Mary and Joseph uh, to Bethlehem to be counted. And Judas um, 
again, I don't know if he claimed to be the Messiah, but the Jews were looking for a Messiah uh, because, the, I mean, the, the Zealot party existed because there was enough Jews who were tired of Rome who wanted them gone and who felt that violence was, you know, the, maybe maybe the only alternative, but certainly a viable alternative to just kind of toleration. Sadducees were in bed with Rome and they were just fine with it. Pharisees could kind of be either or. They were like the, kind of like the local pastors and the Sadducees were more of a, not strictly hereditary line, but it was an elite aristocratic um, group of Jews who had power and were, you know, kind of cooperating with Rome. So the Zealots and the Sadducees were the furthest apart, and then the Essenes were just kind of off in the distance. So Judas the Galilean rises up um, to oppose the census, um, and he perished, and I don't know if he was killed for what he did or not, but um, his movement didn't work either. And so Gamaliel, Paul's teacher, says, look, we've we've seen this before. We can either get involved and, um, you know, just burn a whole lot of energy because it's going to fail if it's of human origin, or if we get involved and it does have some kind of, you know, divine uh, uh, help, then we're going to be fighting against God. So Gamaliel warns them to kind of keep their hands off and just kind of let it play itself out. Um, and that's directly opposed to what Paul was doing. He was seeking Christians out. He, I mean, he may have even been helping uh, round up Peter and the apostles when they come before the Sanhedrin. Um, and so that's the, those are the, you know, kind of these two takes, right? So round them up and quash it, either because we don't want to piss off Rome or we don't want to lose our power or maybe really think it's heresy. Gamaliel says, just let it be. Let it run its own course. And Paul is there, like, rounding them up, um, trying to, um, I don't know, silence the Christians or something. And remember, at this time, they were Jews. Jesus was Jew. All the apostles were Jews. And there was no reason within the setting that this work is writing about. Um, you know, within the story itself, um, they're all Jews. That's why they are you know reported to the Sanhedrin because you know they're not they're not Roman citizens doing something against Caesar. Um, they're citizens of Galilee and Judea and Samaria. These are all kingdoms within uh, the area of Palestine that was part of Roman control. Um, <clears throat> and I think the on the one hand, you know, either it actually happened, which is great. Or it was an embellishment because Gamaliel would have been well known at the time. And to put these words in his mouth, he basically says, look, if it is of God, which opens this door of a very influential Jew saying, maybe this is of God, kind of like not necessarily poo-pooing you know, the, the religious establishment as, it re- as it's represented by the council, um, but also like, look, this really smart, popular guy um, – says that it could be of God, so it could be of God. Um, it might be, you know, uh, just kind of a, a self-congratulatory kind of thing um, that the author of Luke and Acts, probably we'll just call him Luke, um, that he put in there. Um, but I thought the um, the last the last line in the like the the address, if it is of God, 
You won't be able to overthrow them. In that case, you may even be found fighting against God. Um, and God does fight against God's own people quite often. Um, and so it's this reminder um, that God, you know, God is not always on our side. The task is that we are to be on God's side. Um, and I don't know, I'm not saying that Gamaliel said that, I'm saying that, I guess that I'm saying it. Um, but I think part of the story of Israel is being self-aware enough to realize that you could fall outside God's graces. You might be fighting against God if, and not even know it, even as you think that you're doing good. Um, I think this is the case of the Crusades. I think it's the case of, you know, other lesser holy wars that we kind of, kind of, you know, try and put God into as though God gives a crap about our petty little differences. Um, it's a warning, not just, you know, from Gamaliel to the Sanhedrin, um, but to this writer and, you know, his audience and us as well, um, that, you know, it's not beyond God to fight against us as a divine warrior um, because we might be enemies of God that um, God finds good reason to, you know, come up against. And so this warning is not just, you know, for the Sanhedrin, but it's for us as well, that if God is a warrior, um, it's it's up to us to be on, on God's side um, and and not allow ourselves to fall into, you know, errors and mistakes and everything else that that put us against God. A prayer for guidance from the Book of Common Prayer. O God, by whom the meek are guided in judgment and light rises up in darkness for the godly, grant us, in all our doubts and uncertainties, the grace to ask what you would have us do that the spirit of wisdom may save us from all false choices, and that in your light we may see light, and your straight path may not stumble. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash pewpewhq. You can contribute as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instructions will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with pewpewhq in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in the episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I can't convince you to jump in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.